What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, I want to welcome you here. This is a podcast all about Minecraft updates. Whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game that have been announced for the future, like the 1.21 update, or they are my, there are updates that we're just imagining on our own just because we think, you know, this would be really cool to see come to the game one day, or we have theories about the future of Minecraft development. Either way, if those are the things that are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place. Let's kick this episode off as we always do with the Q&A segment. This is the segment in which I turn the spotlight on you guys, the listeners, and highlight your ideas and your thoughts about Minecraft. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys what other system in Minecraft needs a complete overhaul besides food, combat, and minecarts. And to be honest, the reason I asked this question is because I'm mining for ideas for Wednesday episodes. <laughs> um, the Wednesday episodes, I talk about uh, updates, just like fuller updates that could come to Minecraft or maybe should come to Minecraft one day. And so far, I've done a few things that have been covered already, but I wanted to see what you guys had to say. Anna says Fletcher tables need an actual system, and actually, that's what we're going to be talking about in the main discussion of this episode, so stay tuned for that. Miles says the boss fights are too easy. Some extra phases are desperately needed to make them more enjoyable, and I got to agree. You know, when it comes to the most iconic battle in Minecraft, which is the player versus the Ender Dragon, that battle is insanely repetitive and kind of boring. So I would like to see uh, a little bit more dynamic things happen in the game. Now, Minecraft, just the nature of Minecraft being what it is, um, you're not going to get cutscenes. you're not going to get uh, cinematic things happening. Um, but I do think that uh, something more interesting could happen somehow, so I like that a lot. Quinn says brewing should be more magical and maybe have cool witch armor and all that magical stuff. So brewing being more magical would be cool. I don't mess with brewing very much in the game, but it does strike me as more of like an alchemy type thing. It would be cool if there were a little bit more magic-y type stuff going on in that system. This person likes chickens forever says the end. I know that someone will say this, but everything in the end needs to be changed. The ender dragon in cities, mobs, biomes, and everything else in between. So a full-on end update would actually... I think be great because you know it, it needs to it needs to happen. The end is where the Nether was at one point, and the Nether got a beautiful update, one of the best updates that ever came to the game, in my opinion. Uh, so I would like to see that happen for the end dimension. Absolutely. Floop says wind. Minecraft needs movement. Waves in the ocean. Uh, storms, crops flying away, extra flight issues, elytra flight issues, etc. Wind would be an amazing update to many things. And I like all of these ideas for the ways that the wind could actually impact the world. Waves in the ocean, storms, elytra flight issues. That's a good one right there. Um, but yeah, like dynamic wind phenomena um, would be really, really fun to see. And I don't think would be would be too out of the realm of uh, vanilla Minecraft. Doc says a modern rendering engine like sodium, then Minecraft could run on potato PCs. Keep up the great work. 
Uh, yeah, so a better rendering system or rendering engine. Um, I, I'm very not knowledgeable about such things, but it seems to me that sodium helps a lot of people with some issues, and uh, it'd be cool if something like that were implemented in normal Minecraft. Lizzie says, armor for villagers, so zombies can't damage them. And along the same notes, Silas says, villagers and villages, when I stay in a village, they all immediately die from mobs. They need an AI update and more professions like the warrior and builder. Um, so yeah, a little bit of an extra update to villagers and villages. We already had the pillage and village update um, a while ago that really overhauled the whole villager system in quite uh, a, a really impactful way for the game. But yeah, I agree that villagers, like I understand that they have the iron golem to keep them safe, but the way that it's currently, uh, it currently works, they th even if you have an iron golem running around, there's going to be too many um, zombies for that iron golem to take care of. So um, I think that, yeah, villagers needing a bit of extra protection is definitely a must. Ya boy 15 says the pet system needs more upgrades other than dog armor. Absolutely agree. And along the same lines, Silver Vortex says, personally, I think taming could use the extra boost. There's only so many things you can tame in the game. Dogs, cats, horses, and birds. But what if someone wants to tame a pet pig or a personal cow for emotional support? Heck, why not a pet creeper? I just think it would be very fun to have more variety in pets that'll show off other players' personalities. Hashtag let me keep a creeper. <laughs> a pet creeper would be interesting. Um, but yeah, an update to the pet system would be cool. Um, I've talked about it in brief before, but you know what? Maybe in tomorrow's episode, I'll start a new series on the pet system. So you might want to stay tuned for that. Just a few more here. Randomly Duck says, I think that the multiplayer features could do with an update to introduce Minecraft to new players as an awesome thing to do with friends. I think we should be able to friend other players and just add more features to the base game to connect more with the community. Correct me if, if I'm wrong, but don't you have a friend system in Bedrock already? Kind of like through um, through the Xbox live I, I see i don't know i i, I can't I, I don't know how this works but it seems to me that when when my son plays a game on the phone there's a tab when it when you can select the game that you want to play there's a tab where it's like friends you know friends online so it seems to me that there is a way to do this already but yeah a, maybe a more robust kind of like social system would be really fun as well. The Arch Villager says fishing is just so boring. What if sometimes a bigger catch would mean that you would have to hold the button that reels out the catch for longer? We should also be able to fish out skeleton skulls, very rarely, and things connected to overseas trading for more lore. Yeah, fishing is a system that needs a look at. Um, I, I'm, I, my. I don't fish very much, but I've been more aware of it recently because of Hermitcraft and their fishing craze that they started the server off on. Um, but yeah, fishing is something that if it were more interesting and maybe not so boring, I would do um, more of it. And finally, the legender says the nether. Yes, 1.16 made it way better, but it could still use some work. Maybe new mobs, lower the spawn rates of others, and make bastions easier. Now, that's an interesting point. Um, I do. I would say that one thing, the nether, the nether update was great, um, but still you don't see very many players spending a lot of time in the nether 
um, it's usually still a place that you want to avoid. It'd be cool if that was not the case, where yes, it's more dangerous there, but it's still a place that you want to spend time in. Now, I don't know right off the top of my head how to fix that, but it seems like that would be something to visit. All right, guys, thank you so much for these opinions and ideas. And if you would like yours read out in an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, or you can do so on Discord. I have a whole channel uh, just for the Q&A segment, and I'll do my best to read out as many of those answers as I can in a future episode. Speaking of the Discord, the invite to the Discord is in the uh, description of this episode. So scroll down and click on it and join the discussions. There's a lot of cool things happening in that Discord. A lot of cool discussions, but also some really interesting events, some of which are fully community-based. So if you are interested in doing some Discord-exclusive things, just jump on over to the Discord and join in the fun there. And with that all being said, let's get into the main discussion of this episode. Now, I told you I would talk about the fletching table, and that is exactly what we're going to do. Uh, the fletching table has long been on the list of things that people want to have an actual use for. And I will say that sometimes we jump the gun saying that the fletching table does not have a use. It actually does. If you put the fletching table down, a villager might pair with it and become a fletcher. And fletchers actually have really great um, uh, trades for early games. So it is not without use completely. Uh, so I will say that on behalf of the fletching table. But the fletching table doesn't have any use directly for the player's benefit. Um, like we use the smithing table, we use the crafting table, we even use the lectern, but we do not use the fletching table for anything ourselves. Now in thinking about this, I had to think, what does fletching mean? I looked it up, and fletching refers to the crafting of arrows, and more specifically to the feathers of an arrow. The feathers on an arrow are called the fletching of an arrow. Um, so it would make sense that the fletching table would be used to craft arrows. But the thing is, that can already be done easily in the crafting table. So maybe the fletching table should be used to improve arrows rather than crafting arrows. As of now, we generally have three kinds of arrows. We have the normal basic arrow, we have the spectral arrow, and we also have tipped arrows. Spectral and tipped arrows are identical to normal arrows, but they give the target an effect. They can also be crafted with the crafting table, farmed, or traded for. So in order to give the fletching table some use, I would say that these uh, spectral arrows and tipped arrows should be exclusively made with the fletching table. We no longer should be able to use the crafting table to make these arrows. Uh, and also, since firework rockets can be used in a crossbow, let's say you need a fletching table to craft them as well. And honestly, this would be good because then maybe the fletching table can have its own recipe book where you can have all the different arrangements and all the different types of firework rockets with their um, explosion stars or whatever they're called. <laughs> um, you know what I'm talking about uh, with all the designs that you can uh, create with the, the firework rocket, but maybe we should uh, do that exclusively in the fletching table. But there could be many other ways to improve arrows beyond having them give the target an effect. Um, so I have a few ideas here, ways that they can be crafted, and some ideas for how uh, these different kinds of arrows could be used. So first here, I have the precise arrows. Now, precise arrows would be crafted uh, with 
ba basically combining an iron nugget to an arrow. Uh, this arrow would be far more accurate than normal arrows. So you would be um, kind of upping your sniping ability essentially with this arrow. Next, I have the distance arrows. This would be uh, crafted with an arrow and a phantom membrane. And this arrow can fly twice as far as normal arrows. That might have to be nerfed basically because of um, render distance issues. You don't want to shoot an arrow outside of render distance because it would just freeze in place. Um, but uh, having an arrow that can fly even farther would be really, really cool. Uh, explosive arrows are a no-brainer. Arrow plus TNT equals explosive arrows. This arrow would explode on contact, able to break a single block. It would not be nearly as powerful as a block of TNT explosion, um, maybe only enough to give you a few hearts of damage to a um, fully armored player. Um, but it would break a single block on contact, and it could be a good way to mine things that are in hard-to-reach areas. Now this, limit, th now, this arrow would have a limited range because of the heavy TNT, which is just basically a lore way of nerfing it so that it's not too powerful. Next, we have capturing arrows. Now, capturing arrows would be crafted using an arrow and a lead. When this arrow hits a target, it attaches a lead to that target and pins the other end of the lead to the ground, keeping them in the, in the same place. Now, this would only work on uh, mobs that you can attach a lead to, so you won't be able to do this with villagers or pillagers and the like, or even other players, but it might be a fun way to capture animals in the wild. And the last idea that I have for an arrow that you could craft with the fletching table would be this seeking arrows. This would be crafted with arrows and chorus fruit. The arrow would follow a target for five seconds before disappearing. So you're not going to have an arrow just flying after you for, you know, your whole time on the server if you're able to dodge it it will disappear after five seconds after being fired. So you really want to be using them carefully. Uh, and also they would fly slower than a normal arrow um, so that uh, your enemies and your targets have a fighting chance to dodge out of the way. Um, those are just some ideas for arrows that you could use the, the fletching table to actually craft. But all that said, honestly to me, it feels as if the role that the fletching table would play has already been feel, filled by other features. Um, we're already able to do so many different things with arrows without having to use the fletching table. It just seems kind of silly to then just be like, well, we need to move all of those abilities to the fletching table specifically just to give it a use. Um, so if the fletching table is not going to do anything interesting and unique with arrows, I think that it just needs to stay the way it is right now with um, no real uh, use for the player, uh, unless they can think of something very interesting and useful and unique that the fletching table could do. That being said, I think our expectations for the fletching table in the future should be uh, low and reasonable. I don't think that we're going to see anything crazy happening. Um, and honestly, that would be okay. It would be cool if the fletching table had some interesting use, but you know what? It's not in anybody's way to, uh, for it to not have an interesting use. Um, so that's kind of where I'm going to leave this off and that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Uh, send me your questions, your comments and ideas to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot. 
and I've been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode, everybody, keep digging straight down. I will see you at Bedrock. <laughs>